Excellent. 
Francis Karuga. Um, I thank God for his grace that has brought salvation to my spirit. And I thank God even for the his work that is progressively sanctifying my soul in anticipation of the transformation of this my Rory body so that one day I'll perfectly be with God seeing him as he is, and also uh, seeing myself for what I am, I am, I am known now. I'm looking forward to that. Amen. Um, I thank God for you, dear listeners of On Fire Agape Radio. Uh, may the Lord bless you uh, for always making a choice of listening to the Word of God through this channel. I just in case you have missed any of our clips you can be able to access uh, such and much more through this link which is www.onfiregapeministry.org god bless you so much uh, and may the lord continue even to bless the uh, all the teams that are behind the scene to make sure that it is well and clearly broadcasted. Tonight, uh, we are looking back at the book of Romans chapter 8, from verses 14 through 17. And so the Bible says, For as many as are read by the Spirit of God, these are sons of God. For you did not receive the spirit of bondage again to fear, but you receive the spirit of adoption, by whom we cry out, Abba, Father. The Spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God. And if children, then heirs, heirs of God, and joint heirs with Christ. If indeed we suffer with him, that we may also be glorified together. Praise the name of the living God. So there is so much we can be able to learn from this passage. 
Just begin with verse 14 says, For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, these are sons of God. Now, um, the Bible is saying that those that are led by the Spirit of God are sons of God. Well, what that tells you is that once you are born of God, God makes sure that he gives you his spirit so that now this is the same spirit which reveals the things of God to that particular person that is born of God. And I'm drawing this out from the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 2 uh, so that you may be able to understand that, that passage very well. 1 Corinthians chapter 2 and um, uh, verses uh, 12, the Bible says, Now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit whom is from God, that we might know the things that have been freely given to us by God. So there is a reason why everyone that is born of God must receive the Spirit. Why? Because the Spirit is the one who comes in you as a guarantor or as a guarantee of the fact that you have already received life. And he is the one that who comes crying out about Father in you the moment you have received him. So he is the one who is are standing be between you and God and as a reason as, as a reason that you have become a child now this is the same spirit who bear witness with our spirit that we are children of God so if you are to remember the verses we read in verses 9 that if anyone does not have the spirit of Christ he is none of him you cannot belong to Christ if you do not have the spirit Belonging to Christ is not an issue of belonging to a certain religion or being a churchgoer or being born in a Christian family. No way. You must be born again and by that mean having received the true gospel of Jesus Christ and as a result you have been given the Holy Spirit. This is the mark that God is giving to each one of us the moment you receive salvation uh, to bring separation between you and them that are not. Praise the name of the living God. Not only so, there are so many benefits of the Holy Spirit in a believer because once you receive the Holy Spirit, then uh, the issue of being led, that means that he is revealing the word of God. He is revealing the secrets of God. He is um, uh, showing you things that um, the people in the world cannot see. He is showing you things as you look at the Bible, or even as you share the gospel, or as you walk by faith in every aspect of your life. The Holy Spirit is there to remind you, to teach you, and to reveal the things of God, so that um, you know you are uh, you you are you you are not uh, you know uh, you you are not uh, short-sighted. You are bearing fruits. You are able to know the difference between seasons. And of course, you are bearing fruits in and out of every season. Being led by the Spirit also would imply that you are the person that is in tune with the Word of God. When you look at the Word of God, 
you receive the revelation and by by and by you are growing you're growing in the grace you're growing in the knowledge you're growing in the faith you are being led by the spirit of god praise the name of jesus so the holy spirit who is now given to you his work basically is to make sure that um, you know that he is cementing that relationship with that, that that fellowship that now you have been accorded as a result of having relationship the holy spirit in you is a confirmation that you and god are related can i hear an amen to that amen. that you and god are related when people have relationship then they can obviously meet from time to time to discuss various issues pertaining their family and as a result that is now what biblically is called fellowship every believer can always be able to have fellowship with god on the basis of the holy spirit inside so the book of hebrews chapter 4 and verse 16 says let us come therefore to the throne of mercy with boldness that we may receive mercy and grace to help us in the time of need praise the name of the lord so those that are born of god they are not afraid of approaching the father he is not a consuming fire to them <laughs> praise the name of the lord he you know he is a father to them and therefore children whether they are downcast whether they are they are happy whether they are proud whether you know children will always come to the father and they will be accepted praise the name of the lord every time when a child messes up and come to the father they will definitely have to talk it out if we are uh, earthly fathers and can be able to solve problems and issues with our children then how much more is god so how can you come boldly to the throne of mercy it is because you have already been accepted as a son and in this case for us we have been adopted because we were grafted contrary to the nature <laughs> that is incredible we were grafted contrary to the nature it is the jews who had received the covenants the promises but when they rejected jesus as their messiah we therefore god through jesus he sent apostle paul to come to us gentiles with the good news message and to reveal the grace of god to us and as a result we have been uh, accepted as sons not because we deserve it but because they rejected him and we are now basking in the grace of god and enjoying the privileges of the promises and of the covenants that god had given them hallelujah so now the bible is saying for as many as are led by the spirit of god these are sons of god are you led by the spirit my brother my sister or are you the kind of person that is so much confused you don't even know whether you're a christian because there's no word of god dwelling in you richly let me tell you the truth i will not go about beating the bush salvation is given freely to everyone the moment you believe that jesus became your sin on the cross he died was buried and he rose again that is enough for god to give you salvation because that is what he is looking for but then after you have been born of god god will not drink the milk for you god is not going <laughs> to read the bible for you you are the one to read the bible you are the one to let 
Mm-hmm. You are the one to let the word of God to dwell in you richly, so that now you can be able to grow by the same. So the issue of being led, it is not on the basis of force. No, you are the one now to let this one that has become your father to lead you. And he has given you the Holy Spirit, which represents the system of heaven, so that by allowing him, he will lead you into the things of God according to the purpose of his will. So then in verse 15, he says, For you did not receive the spirit of bondage again to fear, but you received the spirit of adoption by whom we cried out, Abba, Father. You see, another reason why we receive the Holy Spirit is so that we, we, we may be at liberty. When the Holy Spirit came inside of us and he came crying out, Abba, Father, and that basically bringing that sense of belonging so that we are not afraid any longer before God or of the Father, but on the contrary, we are freely talking to him and talking to the people about him, so that now you are an ambassador, you are now talking to the people on behalf of God. So you cannot be an ambassador who is in bondage. That is not being an ambassador. If you're an ambassador uh, who is at liberty, then that is exactly what it's supposed to be. And an ambassador is always sent, sent out from a country to another on the basis of his uh, knowledge, his, uh, you know, qualification, uh, you know, that he is in a position to represent his government to the core. And so for us now, having received salvation, we are given the Holy Spirit so that now um, we may be at free, at liberty in everything that we undertake. That's why he says that we are not in bondage, but we are at liberty. So we call God Father. And if God is your Father, then who else do you need in this life? God being your Father, then you have everything. The heavens and the earth belongs to him. Then you have everything. You cannot fear anyone. My good Lord, there is a verse here that the Spirit is dropping into my heart in the book of Hebrews chapter 13 relating to that issue of fear. Uh, you know, that we have received the Spirit not over, you know, we, 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 are, we are not in any bondage, therefore, so that we can fear. Why? You know, so uh, when you look at verses... Um, 5 of chapter 13 of Hebrews, the Bible says, uh, let your conduct be without covetousness, be content with such things as you have. For he himself has said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. So we may boldly say, the Lord is my helper, I will not fear. What can a man do to me? Praise the name of the Lord. That is an incredible question that, you know, uh, that the word of God is asking here. You know, uh, now, if the Lord is on your side, if God is your father, then who is a man that you can fear? What can a man do to you? Oh, my. These are very strong questions. But the answer is, there's nothing that can a man do to me. When he's talking of me, he's talking about my spirit, because my spirit has been raised from the dead, and it is hidden with Christ in God. What can a man do to that spirit? Absolutely nothing. So I am therefore eternally secure, spiritually secure. I have no one to fear. Praise the name of the Lord. So that's why uh, in the book of Romans chapter 8, 
Uh, that is now, verse 15, is saying that we do not receive the spirit of uh, uh, the, the, the spirit of bondage again to fear. Initially, we were having the spirit of bondage and we were living in the fear of death, the fear of unknown. We did not even know who we are because we were dead anyway in the sight of God. But God having raised us again, he gave us the spirit, that is the spirit uh, of adoption, so that now we cry out our Father. Not only so, the Spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God. Amen. So we do not struggle to confess that. It is therefore automatic because the Spirit of God indwells us. And verse 17 says, And if children, then heirs. Amen. Heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ. If indeed we suffer with him, that we may also be glorified together. My friend, I don't have enough time to talk about this verse. But one thing that is very clear on this is that um, we are now children of God because we have been born of God by faith and we have received the Spirit who comes to confirm that we are children of God. Not only so, but now we are heirs. And we are heirs of God. We, we, we are joint heirs with Christ. <laughs> so a heir is somebody that basically has been adopted as a son and by all means he's qualified to inherit. He is qualified to inherit. Everything that the father has, he is qualified to inherit. But in this case, we are told, we are joint heirs with Christ. We are co-heirs. What that means is that if Christ receives 50%, then that is what I also receive. If Christ receives 150%, that is what I receive. That, you know, God spiritually has equalized us with, the, with Christ, and he has given us the same spirit that operates in the Son. That is the same spirit we have received. So can you imagine how powerful we are in the, in, in the spiritual realm and against the spirit of the world of darkness? That is who we are. That is who we are. We are coheres with Christ. Why? We have received the same spirit of sonship. Amen. Wow, this is very powerful. We have received the same spirit of sonship so that um, spiritually, in the spiritual realm, we have been equalized with Christ. Uh, and, and as a result, we can see things as Christ sees them. We, we can do as Christ was doing. Even himself saying in the book of John 14 and verse 12, that those who believe the things that I do, they will do also, and even greater, because I've gone back to the Father. Jesus Christ himself had already predicted that they will do the things that I do. Oh, my. Because they will receive the same spirit. They will be co heirs. We shall become joint heirs. I'll be the firstborn, and they'll be following. They will receive the same kind of spirit. My, I hope I'm encouraging someone this time. Man, trust in the Lord because God has already given you so much that uh, you have never thought or even imagined. Be just ready to be led by the Spirit and allow God to manifest His glory through the Spirit who now dwells in you. So may the Lord bless you, my dear listener. Father, I thank you for my listeners, and I thank you for using me as a vessel uh, uh, of honor, uh, even for this noble job. I thank you, too, for the words you have spoken to me and to them as well. It is my prayer, the Lord, even as you follow your word in their lives, in my life, too, that you will turn this word into faith. You will manifest your glory through this word of God. And as a result, somebody's ailment and their physical body will receive healing. Somebody's ailment in their souls will receive healing. Somebody will receive direction from this time henceforth. And my God, there will be transformation in every aspect of our life. 
because God, your word is power. We thank you and we honor you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. God bless you, my dear listeners, and uh, continue to keep it right here on On Fire Agape Radio. And the Lord will continue to minister to you. Amen and amen. Thank you so much, Pastor Francis Karoga, for that powerful word of God. May God bless you and may God favor you. We are blessed. And now, guys, we've come to the end of the show. But before we go, remember, next time, same place, same time. I'm your girl, Tracy Congo, and this is On Fire Agape Radio. Goodbye. The book of Revelation, uh-huh. chapter 7. Verses 16 and 17. Yes, sir. They shall hunger no more, neither shall they thirst any more. Preach, preacher. For God shall wipe away. Yes, sir. Every tear from their eye. Yes, sir. Get ready for the revolution. Come on. What you say? Cause I'm down with Christ. Dog child, a new nation, and we still alright. Well, alright. Yes. Yes.